Welcome to the Company of One podcast. This is episode number 156. I am Dale Callahan, your host. Today, we're talking about how to lead at work when there is a leadership void. So I was just discussing the fact that there's two situations in which we kind of, I kind of enjoy, I don't know about you, uh, leadership issues. Number one is a great leader. When I'm following somebody who I I like the vision that they're, they've cast. They uh, they are a great leader, which means not a micromanager. That they're finding great people and letting the people do the right things. That's an awesome experience. Uh, I've had those, um, and unfortunately, I've had many of the other. But the other good situation is when you have a leadership void, because that gives us some opportunities to do some some things. Now. Speaking, when I'm speaking to clients, when I'm speaking in our graduate programs, when I'm dealing with professionals at all these different levels, leadership and lack of leadership comes up all the time. Everybody fusses about, we have poor leadership. We have um, inept leadership. What's the other words I hear? Leadership is has left the building, somebody told me the other day. We feel those things. We know those things that they're really going on and they're really true. I get it. I've worked in corporate America. I've worked with large organizations, but even with small organizations, leadership is often, you know, kind of lost. So today I want to talk through what do you do? How do you, how do you and I lead when somebody that's supposed to be leading is not leading. It's a leadership void. If you search leadership void on Google, you'll just find tons and tons of articles, uh, mostly because it's such a common thing. Uh, John Maxwell talks about everything rises and falls on leadership. Boy, is that not true? That's just the way it is. Leadership is everything. And I'm not talking about just on the job, leadership in the church, leadership in the home, leadership on a project, leadership everywhere you need leadership. Because when you're not, you don't have leadership, you've got people just staring at each other like, what do we do? We don't know what to do, right? Uh, and and you sit, you sit around in meetings. Oh, you've never experienced this. You sit around in meetings and going meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting, complaining about or everyone discussing the same big issue and nobody ever makes a decision nobody ever takes charge nobody ever drives it home and says let me tackle this nobody takes ownership so leadership you know the leadership voids are actually very normal so if you're feeling like you know my company just doesn't have a good leader right now. My team doesn't have a good leader right now. Well, welcome to the club. That's where the rest of us are, right? Uh, whether it's a large organization uh, where it's the you know many levels to a CEO or a large multinational organization, a small team, it doesn't matter. And even if you're the boss, you still find leadership issues biting you because your customers have leadership voids. God, and you're trying to sell to them and you're trying to work with them and you're trying to help them and there's nothing but leadership voids out there. So leadership voids are the norm. It's just the way it is. So we can quit fussing about leadership voids and start enjoying it. 
And that's what I really mean is how do you enjoy it? Because again, there's two great situations. Number one, you have a great leader that you trust, you respect, and you want to follow. Number two, there's a void because this is where we get to play. So some of this I'm going to talk about maybe a little bit bold. Uh, some people have told me that's that's a bold approach, Dale, uh, but that's okay. Uh, we'll talk about it. If we need to talk about a more timid approach later, we can do that. Let's just go bold right now. And how do you take charge when there's a leadership void? What do you do? The number one thing I look for when there's a leadership void, void and I've had lots of experience, uh, and uh, probably so have you, but I'm not, I'm not really good at sitting back and playing bureaucracy. I'm not really good at uh, just kind of enjoying the ride. I kind of want to be. I kind of want to be just let it go. Uh, I have team members that tell me this. They'll just let it go. Let it ride. Yeah, that I'll agree with them. You're probably right. But And they'll look me in the eye and they'll say, but you're not going to do that, are you? Are you that kind of person too? Well, you just can't let it ride. You're going to have to do something. That's a bold approach. Let's go bold. So let's think about number one is engaging the leader. So this may may seem a little weird, but go straight to the person in charge. If the leader's your boss, whoever that is, probably it's your boss we're talking about right now. Just ask them. Get them privately and say, hey, what's going on? Help me out. Go in inquisitive. Go in not telling them things. Go in listening. What's going on? If you've listened to this podcast for any time or you've been around leadership training, productivity training, success training, you know that there's a whole lot that happens in questions. Asking questions is more powerful than making statements. So you engage the leader. What's going on? So I've had this experience where things look kind of empty and void. Decisions weren't being made. There was frustration in the organization at all kinds of levels. And so I went to the leader and said, hey, what's going on? Now, there seems to be frustration. Uh, People are fussing. And I I don't ever make it personal. I don't say they're fussing at you or they're fussing at uh, the boss. I say, you know, I just hear discontentment. The seeds of discontentment are sowing. What's going on? And I just politely let them know because really at this point you don't know what's going on Uh, because you may find a couple of different things here and I have found multiple of these. Number one, you may find that something big is going on. Now this is particularly true if you had somebody that was a strong leader and that has been a strong leader and they've pulled back. Something may be going on that you don't know about such as a merger and acquisition at a, at a big level, or just what I call internal flopping about, right? Where we we're moving divisions, we're closing offices, uh, we're trying to streamline. You know, we used to use the word re-engineering, but basically what it means is just reorganizing the teams for a better efficiency, or at least in theory. Probably some consultants tried to tell us to do that. But something big is going on. If this is the case... Oftentimes when you go in and you ask the boss, hey, what's going on? I hear these, I hear a lot going, uh, I hear a lot of discontentment in the organization. What's going on? And they'll just tell you. 
hey, I can't, you know, we can't share a lot going on. And so this is the way it was shared to me the last time. I can't share a lot about what's going on, but we're doing some reorganization. Because what happens when you start asking these kind of open-ended questions and then you start saying, how can I help? Which is a great thing to say. Suddenly things that they could not tell you and they should not tell you, they tell you. Right. They open up the door and they tell you a lot of information about what's going on and you can learn and you can just say, how can I help? In other words, you're putting yourself in a leadership position to help the leader. So that's the first thing that may be going on when you uh, that you may learn when you approach the leader who doesn't seem to be leading. The second thing that I have noticed more often than I care to admit, the leader's just clueless. And thinks that they're doing a good job. They're just clueless and they think that they're doing a good job. In this case, tread kind of lightly, right? Don't say, well, you're an idiot because you don't see what's going on. Yes, I have said those words. I have. I had one person look at me in a meeting and say, are you telling me, Dale, that I'm not a good leader? And I said, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I don't recommend that approach. And this, in that case, that actually was fine to say, and it actually went over relatively well and moved us to a better position. But not everybody's that way, right? Uh, this particular leader uh, was okay with hearing some tough feedback. So again, tread lightly though. If you think they're just clueless, they don't think, if they're like, everything's fine, everything's going great, everybody's happy. And you know that's not really true. Or we're really doing a good job. I'm doing a good job. And I, I find this a lot. Um, in other words, they're clueless. They think they're leading, but they don't know what leadership is. I, I wouldn't go for the blunt approach, but in, in this case, ask them how you can help. Just say, okay, well, great. You know, how can I help? What's your agenda? Which, and, and you know enough about leadership. Leadership is about creating vision and communicating that vision. And, uh, if you're seeing any of those, you start asking leading questions. How can I help you? What's the vision that you have? Where do you think we're going? And you start asking the kind of questions I love to ask. Where do you see us going? What do you see are our strengths? What do you see our weak points? What's the most important thing this organization needs to do? And you start learning but because when this person is clueless, sometimes you can educate them to the point of seeing what needs to be done. Uh, sometimes they're clueless because they're clueless and sometimes they're clueless out of pride. Um, there is the third situation, which is related. The leader may actually be leading, but they may not be communicating. Okay, I get it. If they're not communicating, they're not leading. I know that's part of the leadership role, but let's just assume they have strategy they have vision, and at some level with a core team, they're working together, but they're not getting the message out. I've been part of that core team where we're working together and we cannot get the core leader to share what's going on. Uh, and that's, that's frustrating, number one, because you're part of the core team. It's frustrating to everybody else because they see this core team meeting and they can't tell what's going on. So... Um, we can argue if this is true leadership, but if, if they're leading, if they've got strategy, if they've got vision and they're not communicating, in this case, you need to let them know. Again, I'm, I'm fairly bold here. Tell them. 
people are not getting your message. You have, that sounds great. Your strategy, your vision sounds great. I'm on board, but nobody's getting that. This is, this is what they think is going on because you become the voice that comes inside. Not saying everybody's whining and complaining, but you just kind of give them the truth. This is what they think because people in, when, when there's no communication, people fill the void with their own mind. Right, rumors start to happen. When information isn't coming out, the rumors become really, really loud. And so communication, even simple communication about here's what we're doing, here's the vision, and just repeating the same thing over and over, what you have to do. Uh, absent of that, the rumors take over. So you start to volunteer to help do this. If the leader is listening to you, you can volunteer to help set up town style meetings, town meetings. You can volunteer to help them communicate to get the word out, whatever it is. I'll put a link to some stuff from, I think, Inc. or Forbes magazine where they talk about the leadership void and what to say. Uh, I think it, was, is, it talks about how the brain fills in the, if the message isn't out there. And boy, that is so true. Our brain fills in stuff. Uh, if there's no data coming at us, the third, the fourth thing that may be going on when you talk to the leader who is not leading is they just know that they're ineffective. And this has happened to me a number of times. <laughs> just, it's, how, it's so weird how many times that there I've run into leaders who are not leading, but I'll just confront them in a nice way and say, Hey, what's going on? I, you know, people aren't really sure what's our vision. I'll just ask these open-ended leading questions. And I've just had people who are in leadership positions tell me, I just don't know what to do. They have used those exact words. I don't know what to do. Boy, that's an open statement, but that's powerful because their admission of not knowing what to do and being ineffective in it means you can help them. They're actually saying, I'm open for help, whether it's help from me or you, or you can find them some help of some other source, bringing in a consultant, working with the organization's training department, whatever it is, you can help them go out and find the help that they need. Uh, I have found more often than not, and when I'm in that situation, the, the leader is willing to talk to me. But what happens, though, is you become in a leadership position by doing that. So those are the kind of things that you're going to see. If you just, you're in a leadership void, you approach the leader. It's bold. You approach the leader. You just be honest and direct with them. And you talk about how is it that they see the organization and you try to fill, help them fill the void. In other words, you're trying to lead your leader and that's okay. That's not, um, manipulation or anything. We all need help from inside and outside. It allows you to step up and lead the leader. They need that. And if that happens and if you can help, they will appreciate it. You will appreciate it. It will actually be fun. Short of that, the other bold thing to do besides approaching the leader, and I would start with that one, but sometimes you approach and nothing really happens. Right. They say all the right things and you still end up in a void because nothing's really happening. In this case, you do number two. You fill the void. 
you just take the leadership position. That doesn't mean you're going to hang the, the uh, sign on your wall that says I'm the boss or the CEO or the manager or whatever it is. Because if you don't take control, somebody else in the organization will. And you know there's some idiots in your organization, right? So you can fill the void. Let me tell you a secret about leadership. As much as we talk about it, as much as we teach, nobody wants it. Or there's very few people who really want leadership. I mean, true leadership. There's a lot of people who want the title. There's a lot of people who want the power. There's a lot of people who want the influence. But nobody really wants to do the work. Leadership is hard work. And it's shocking. I can be in a room where I've, I'm looking at capable people to lead a project, a team, or an organization and say, who wants to take charge and lead this? And they'll stare at each other. And I'm not talking about dumb people. I'm talking about highly educated, really smart, really hardworking people. They don't lead. I found myself in a leadership position so many times because they'll say, Dell, why don't you just take the lead? And that's how it happens because most people don't want to do that, shockingly. Uh, I am, and I say that, I, I'm always shocked when I find it to be the case, but it seems to be the case often. If you don't take the lead, though, somebody else will because the people that you shouldn't be taking the lead probably will. You know, that dunderhead over there in the other department, they're going to take the lead. So you want to try to take the lead. Uh, now, you're not going to declare yourself a leader, but you can get organized and take control of your own areas. So how do I go about this? And yes, I've had to do this many times. I start talking to peers. I start talking strategy. I start getting the strategy that the organization has. Maybe it's from the, the leader's mouth directly. And I start trying to implement the strategy. I start uh, working with team members where, uh, where some of the decisions should be made at the leadership level. And I'm at the next level. I'm at level B. I start trying to help make the decisions. Uh, so think about this. You can you can fill the leadership void uh, and work on your team and you're with your teammates. So I shoot from pulling the major players in. So let's put yourself in an organization. You have a couple of, uh, you know, hundreds of people, maybe thousands. It doesn't really matter because it always comes down to a few. Get go meet one on one with the key players and just say, hey. What's the where are we going here? How do we work together better? Don't talk about the void in leadership. Everybody knows that. That's the elephant in the room. You don't need to. That goes into gossip. Avoid that. Just and start talking about what you can do and then pulling these leaders together, whether it's four of you or five of you, or as many as 10 of you, probably not that many. And just start pulling together and say, how can we work together as a core team? That's all it is. That is leadership, right? All of you become a leadership team, uh, no matter what the boss is doing. And the last time I got in this situation, instead of dogging the boss, here's kind of how I put it. Because people, you would get into the rumor mill and people would say, well, this is the boss's decision. No, this is our job. That's the way I would put it. This is our job. The boss has other things to do. Uh, that their directors or their presidents or CEOs, they've got other things to do. Our job is to handle the operational stuff here, and that's what we're doing. Uh, and usually when you do that, uh, then you kind of get busy focusing on the work. And, and you don't focus on the gossip. Gossip is poison. You want to stay away from that.
So these, these are the two big things I'm saying. I said these are the bold things. Both of these are bold. Many people tell me that is number one, when you find yourself in a leadership void, engage the leader who is falling down on the job and find out what the heck is going on. How can you help him or her be successful? Find out what's going on behind the scenes, step in and help. Or number two, you just fill the void. And probably I would do both. I would start with engaging the leader. And number two, when nothing happens, I would fill the void. Hey, I would love to hear how you've experienced leadership voids and what you've done and what's worked and what's what's not worked or blown up in your face because that can happen too. Love to hear about those kind of things. And uh, thanks a lot. We're going to be back here next week for the Company of One podcast. See you then.